Welcome to the Gambling Chalk Talk Podcast, where we major in the wager. Podcast episode 366, and Darth Wager, he quizzed me this week, and I got it with one cue, one clue, not one cue, one clue, which was a, it was a hockey player. It was easy, too easy. I'm not even a hockey fan. Uh, coaching and I talk about my battle with a bat, the return of the bat, then we give our college football picks for week 12. And then uh, I go through, give you my Wednesday NBA games on ESPN. I also give you a couple of college hoop picks uh, to go with that. And then I give you my NFL coaches poll and my NFL awards for week 10. And remember, you can contact the coach with any comments and questions at the Gambling Talk Talk podcast on our Twitter and Instagram feeds at Talk Gambling. That's our handle at Talk Gambling. On Twitter and Instagram, if you have any questions, uh, send it out there. I haven't had a lot of questions lately, so uh, you do that, and maybe we'll answer them on the podcast. Uh, don't forget to use my bookie AG when you uh, bet on these college football games, college basketball, and NBA and NFL. You play, you win, you get paid at my bookie AG. Use that promo code DARTH at checkout. Get a fifty percent sign up bonus when you do that. And when you're betting on those games, you want to tail our picks. They're at gambling chalk talk podcast.com they're absolutely free and uh click on that and you look you get the picks bet on them win click on that amazon banner ad it looks like my book squeeze play while you're there you get and, and you, you buy yourself something nice at no additional cost to you and it helps support the podcast and we really appreciate that and don't forget i'm an author the Ali armini series cold blood red fourth and dead squeeze play you can get it directly from my publisher the or if you're Amazon Prime or Kindle Select user, you can download it from to your favorite electronic reading device. Let's get right to it. Podcast number 366. Darth Wager, podcast number 366. And he's trying to turn the tables on me. And he wants me to pick the athlete that wore number 66. He's already given me one clue that this athlete is a hockey player. And the only athlete I can think of, number 66, that was a hockey player, is Mario Lemieux. Oh, come on. You need to let me give out factoids. <laughs> come on. That's an easy one. I, I don't even... Canadian board, I was going to say, he wore 66 because he was compared to Gretzky. So it was upside down, 99. Like, come on, man. You didn't even let me give any good factoids. That, that he has a younger brother that is, is less known named Luigi. Yes, yes, and he was a plumber. <laughs> oh, bitch. It's not fun, but you know what? That just goes to show you, we were leaving off very famous people that wear numbers, and you're not doing them, so I'm glad I did today, even though I didn't even have to give you a damn hint. Yeah, and I'm a little disappointed because I wanted to talk about Conrad Dobler today, but we'll have to wait another 100 episodes for that to happen. No, no, no. We'll wait. We'll wait a hundred episodes for Conrad Dobler. Let's see if you remember a hundred episodes from now. Oh shit! <laughs> Maybe I'll quiz Joel on that one. Joel, Joel liked that. He was the dirtiest fuck player. So. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, he was pretty bad. Stepped on people's heads, spit on them. He was nasty, nasty. Joel Romanowski? No, Conrad Dobler. Where I, I couldn't hear you. I, I have kids screaming in the background. We're, we're, I'm, in, I'm live from Disney World. Uh, 
Well, well, Darth, I have a story for you before we do college. And I'm, I'm calling this episode Return of the Bat, man. Remember about 10 years ago? I might have t- told this story in a podcast, but 10 years ago, my wife opens a window and by accident, the screen comes down a little bit. Oh, yes. And a bat flies into our bedroom and the cat knocked it down and it was underneath a thing and I I I basically threw a couch up in the air threw a towel on the on the bat slid a shovel underneath the bat the towel on top of it and went on top of the towel with a tennis racket while wearing a <laughs> a, a baseball catcher's mask <laughs> oh. Because everything I learned about catching a bat, I learned from John Candy in The Great Outdoors, of course. So, last night, my wife returns from a girl's weekend away. And she changes the sheets on the bed. I don't know why, but she changes to some flannel sheets. And I need to go up in the attic to get the bin with the sheets. Now, my attic is somewhat finished. Kind of like a sports haven, one would say. And... I start walking down to like the little hallway of the to where the bins are, and I'm like, "Oh damn it! The cat's caught another mouse." Wasn't a mouse; it was a freaking bat, right? So I think it's dead. I think it's dead. I go and get a plastic bag. I'm like, I'm just gonna grab it with the plastic bag. Thing opens up its swing. It's it, it's it's full fledged Batman. Like it's alive. It it. I'm like, son of a biscuit. So I throw the throw the, the, the plastic bag on it. I take a broom, put it on top, and I scream like a like a, a freaking schoolgirl, of course. I would too. I would too. All right. My wife is laughing at me, which is better than last time, where she was like, I'm sorry. And I like the cat left me last time. And I was like, You bitch, how can you leave me? And chastity, my wife thought I was talking about her. She's like, I'm scared of bats. I can't help it. I'm like, I'm talking to the cat, not you. Well, very similar experience. So I go and get, you know, I've have I have bad experience. So I go and get a, a snow shovel. And I, I'm like, I'll just use the broom instead of the tennis racket. No, no, no baseball face mask this time for, for catcher's gear. So I go and I'm like, all right, I scoop, boom, I go to move, it falls out. Full fledged Batman open up again on me. And I'm like, son of a biscuit. So I knock it down out of the air, boom, run over to the window. I already had to open window open up. Thank God another bat didn't fly in. Chuck it outside. Don't don't get bit. Don't get scratched. Thankfully, right? Bat's gone. Yeah, because you would have to go get the rabies shot, which is very painful. Yeah. So the bat's gone. So I, the the bat was still alive, still obviously healthy because it flew away, um, and I really. Kind of like Peter People. I don't think Peter People listen to a gambling podcast anyway, so go fuck themselves. Um, don't get pissed. Don't get pissed about it. But I kind of beat the hell out of this bat because I was scared as fuck. It was a vampire bat, and you know I beat the hell out of it, and that thing flew away. So confirmed, vampire bat in my attic. There you go. That's the return of the Batman return story. Of the bat. Return, <laughs> return of the bat, man. <laughs> oh my lord. Yeah, yeah, yep pretty ugly hey you know what wasn't ugly though our college bat our college football picks 
another solid week. I went eight and six, a couple of bad breaks. I got a couple of lucky breaks too, though. So it all evens out. Uh, so I was up 1.4 units, not bad. Uh, you went three and two, up almost a full unit, up 0.8 units yet, uh, last week, week 11. AK-47 and uh, Nikki Guns both went two and two. So they lost a little bit of money. But overall, I am picking at a 60% clip. I'm 56 and 38. You follow my picks, you're up 14.2 units. Darth, you are right on my tail. 55 and 38. 59% clip, up 12.1 units. Now, your units are a little off because you bet some money lines early in the year. Remember that? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I remember. Uh, AK-47 is also picking a 60% rate, 27 and 18. He's up 7.2 units. Nikki Guns is picking at a 54% clip. He's 32 and 27, up 2.3 units. So the college football picks have been doing very well. So hopefully you keep listening to podcasts for that. And it's also on the website, gamblingchalktalkpodcast.com. You can get all the free picks there from AK-47, Nikki Guns, myself, and Darth Wager. So let's get to it, Darth. What, what are you starting off with this week? I'm starting off actually on a Thursday. Ooh, I almost started off with a Tuesday game, but we're recording Tuesday night, so I didn't. I call this "fuck the heels." <laughs> uh, yeah, North Carolina has burned you. The last they screwed me the last three times I've bet on them, so I'm going to bet against them. I'm going to take Pittsburgh at home on a short week to beat North Carolina minus four and a half. Give me Pittsburgh. <laughs> oh boy you're having you're a Tar Heel fan it must be very painful for you mm, it's not painful for me when Jordan's not playing for him anymore. yeah well I'm starting on, on Saturday at 12 o'clock Florida's at Missouri the spread was minus 8 and I'm, I'm double checking my bookie AG the Florida Florida Missouri yeah, it wasn't on. Minus seven now. It's minus seven. It, oh, my gosh. I'm glad I didn't bet on it yet. Um, that's good because I read Florida. Uh, so do I. I, I don't like. This is one of my games. I, I don't like Missouri at all. Missouri has had three straight row games, and they've mustered all, all of 21 points in those three row games. They've been terrible on the road. I know they're going back home. Florida has two losses, Georgia and LSU. And, you know, not easy being the Florida coach. They still might go in another direction. Only two losses are two, to two teams that are not being the national championship uh, playoff bracket, for crying out loud. Uh, I mean, that's a that's a tough situation to survive in. Uh, I know Missouri's well, you, much. You, you do know Missouri's undefeated at home. Yeah, they haven't played shit at home, though. And they have played the likes of Troy, uh, Southeast Missouri. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. They played nobody. They yeah, they they almost lost. They lost to Wyoming on the road. They they've lost every road game. Uh, yep. You know, Florida's advantage in yards per pass. Missouri's actually slightly better on third down offense and red zone offense. Uh, their defensive splits are very similar, but like you said, Missouri hasn't played much of a s- schedule this year compared to Florida. 
I know there might be some distractions in Florida because they're talking about a new coaching staff. I can't even believe it because they've lost two games to, to LSU and Georgia. I'm talking about getting a new coaching staff. Uh, I think Missouri may have lost its mojo after those three-road losses. Uh, obviously, a three-game losing streak. Um, Missouri last year was a home dog uh, and blew out Florida. I, I, sorry, two years ago. It lost uh, to Florida, but blew out Florida two years ago as a home dog. Uh, I don't think that happens this year. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take Florida. And I'll lay the touchdown. You, you're also on that one. I'm on Florida as well. Nice, very nice. What you got? What's another game you got? Another twelve o'clock game: Tulane versus Temple at Temple. Ooh. Battle of AAC East versus West. Tulane six and three. Temple six and three. Temple is getting five and a half at home. Temple's now getting Temple. Temple's getting six what? now. Temple's getting six, Dan. Well then give me Temple and let me just see what the injuries are. Tight end, running back, running back. Oh, something I don't know. Uh, I honestly don't think Temple's that bad of a team. No, Temple's all right. Very good. My next game is at 12 o'clock. It's on the Big Ten Network. The, the Lions start out UMass getting 38 points at Northwestern. I bet it at 39. It's now up to 40 and a half. How often, Darth, has a 1-8 team been favored by 40 and a half points? Northwestern is... Uh, whoever plays UConn? <laughs> whoever plays UMass also... Northwestern is one and eight is favored by forty and a half points. <laughs> They've lost. Who are you taking? I'm taking Northwestern. North, Northwestern has lost four close games this year, so it's got to be frustrating for them. I think they get out their frustration versus a terrible UMass team. Uh, <laughs> do you think when UMass made the schedule, they thought they were playing Northeastern? Like the FBS team, Northeastern. Like, oh shit, we scheduled Big Ten Northwestern by accident. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> um, oh my God, they got some bad losses on here. Yeah. UMass, on average, is giving up 54 points a game and 575 yards a game. Uh, I know the key stats look kind of even, but it's not. It's a much different schedule. UMass has been playing. They might have played Northeastern for all I know. They haven't played a tough schedule, and and they they're playing. They're giving up fifty four points and five hundred seventy five yards with a cupcake schedule. Uh, so give me Northwestern. I'll lay the forty and a half points. <laughs> Apparently, everybody else is taking them too. So apparently, yeah. Where's your next one, Darth? My next one, uh, again, these are all leans until I solidify them on Sunday. That's my. Uh, and you mean my, Saturday? Not Sunday. We'll be over on Sunday. Uh, no, that's why. I won't solidify them until the game's over. Oh, okay. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, Navy, Notre Dame. Uh, my air, I, I usually take an Arms Forces team each week. Uh, Navy is 7 1. Notre Dame is 7 2. 
Navy's getting nine and a half. I'm going to wait to see if it ever hits 10 because Notre Dame is a public team. If it hits 10, I'm taking Navy um, over Notre Dame. Oh, very nice. Very nice. On Veterans Veterans uh, Day week, you got to take an Armed Forces team, right? Yep. All right, my, my next one's a 330 game. It's on CBS. Georgia is at Auburn. Uh, I'm looking because it was two and a half. I know it moved up to three, and it's still at three. You know, the odds at three aren't bad. It's plus 100 at three. So it's like even money at, at minus three. I love Georgia in this one. Uh, Auburn plays with a very quick pace. They run about seven more offensive plays per game than Georgia. Uh, so the total yards per game advantage is Auburn, but the yards per play advantage is with Georgia. Uh, Auburn, I know there's a big drop off home and away splits. Uh, you know, it's it's pretty even on third down. I think this is a close game, but I think Georgia is a very good team. They handled Auburn fairly easily the last two times they played. I think they will again. So I like Georgia minus three, and I also like the under 45 and a half points. This could be like a 30 to seven type game in Auburn. Go Tigers. Go. No, go Bulldogs. I don't want Auburn. I, 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 That's I said, what I mean. Go Bulldogs, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, my next game is four o'clocker. Four o'clocker. I think I have this one also. Yeah, my worry is that there's going to be huge letdown after uh, they got a big win last week. Yep. But Minnesota's getting three on the road against Iowa. Could be a momentum. Could be momentum also. It could. I'm taking the Gales for three. All right, so you're taking Minnesota. I'm also taking Minnesota. I had them not only getting the points last week against Penn State, I had them money line, Darth. I like the, I, lo, I like their quarterback. Uh, I think these are two teams heading in opposite directions in situational trends. Yards per play, rushing yards, uh, the passing yards per play keeps improving for Minnesota. I was regressing on the offensive side of the ball. Minnesota's much better on third down. The very even even these two teams on defensive side of the ball in the key stats. Um, I was lost some close games. Against other ranked opponents, this is another ranked opponent. This is a rivalry that goes back to 1891, Darth. This is for the Floyd of Rosendale Bronze Pig Trophy. Iowa's won the last floor four. I think the Floyd is going back to Minnesota this year. Give me Minnesota, and they're getting three points. So I'll take the points. I don't think they need it. I think they win this straight up upset. Upset. On the road, Minnesota. All right. All right. My next game is a three thirty. I'm I'm staying in the state of Iowa. I'm going to Iowa State. Texas is playing Iowa State. Uh, the total was sixty four. I'm gonna double check on this. I'm gonna try and get this up on Vegas Insider because my book AG doesn't have totals yet. Uh. It was 64. I really don't like that Texas defense. Any, any chance you found this yet, Darth? What do you need me to get? The- 
Iowa State and Texas. Yeah, I can't find it. No, no, the total, the total, Darth. Oh, my bad. Sorry. Oh. One second. I got it. Oh, that's Texas State. My bad. That's not it. I'll get it for you. Give me a second. All right. You talk while I get it. All right, all right, all right. So, I, I, I don't like this Texas defense. They give up a ton of they, they give up a ton of points. Uh, this is just the third away game this year for Texas. Texas defense has struggled. Now they're now they're playing against a confident Iowa State team at home. Texas gives up eight point three yards per pass on defense. Iowa State passes for nine point three yards per pass play. Iowa State played Oklahoma tough just last week. Um, Iowa State does a good job not hurting itself with penalties or turnovers. Uh, their third down defense is okay. Iowa's Iowa State's not so good, uh, but you know, sixty-six. It's fifty-six. It was sixty-four. What? Are you looking at the right one? Iowa State. Iowa State versus Texas. The over under is fifty-six. Sixty-six. Oh, sixty-six. All right. It was sixty-four earlier in the week. I'll, I'll still take the over. Um. Not, I don't think much defense is going to be played in this one. The under is hitting four straight games. That, that trend stops in this game. I'll take the over, 66, Texas and Iowa State. What's your next one, Darth? My next one, now i got to go back to my screen instead of carry your ass. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what the hell is it? Oh, there we go. Um, LSU versus Ole Miss. Ooh, you're going uh, to LSU. Coming off that win? I, I know. I might be just picking up because I love Ed Orgeron that much. Did, you, hear him? Did yeah. you see the tweet I sent you? Is that the one where he's almost crying? No, he goes, roll, tide, fuck. Oh, yeah. Uh, we beat him recruiting. Yeah. We beat him. Every- yeah, I saw that one. That was great. Guy's so awesome. Uh, it is 21. It's a hefty 21. But who, who, uh, right who? now it's a week. Who are they? They're playing one of the uh, Mississippi schools, right? Yeah, Mississippi. Yeah, at, at Mississippi. So. At Mississippi. Yeah, three touchdowns might be a little hefty. Do you think that the the SEC makes them count Mississippi's before they go after the quarterback to kind of even it out? <laughs> it could be the only thing that does, man. Joe Burrow is a fucking stud. Yeah. All right. I, I, you don't have to look anything up for me this one. This game moved as well. Unfortunately, my bookie AG doesn't put the totals up until about Thursday or Friday. Um, maybe I'll get some. It was 45. Now it's 43 and a half. I like the under in Kentucky at Vanderbilt. It's a 330 game on the SEC network. Um, 43 and a half. Yeah, it's 43 and a half. It was 45 on Monday when I did my research. Uh, both these teams are pretty bad on the offensive side of the ball. Um, Bowden Jr. Uh, didn't played last week, but is banged up for Kentucky. He is their leading receiver, their leading rusher, and their leading passer. The guy's a stud, uh, but you know he's he's been hurt. I mean, what do you expect? He does everything. Uh, Vandy has Vandy has to had to play their backup QB last week. Might have to do the same this week. Kentucky runs the ball okay. But not with not without uh, Bowden playing, so you got to look at that. 
Uh, Kentucky's only converting 35% of their third downs. Vanderbilt, only 3.9 yards of rush, 5.4 yards of pass. They convert 27% of their third downs. This game will be on the SEC network. Don't watch it. It's going to be ugly. Vandy gives up 8.8 yards per pass uh, on defense, but Kentucky's not capable of passing the ball, so it's not going to hurt them. So that's why I think this is going to be a really low-scoring game, a lot of punts. If you can, if you get one of those things, one of those prop bets where it says over nine and a half punts, take the over. Uh, the uh, under is a real solid play in this one. Under 43 and a half, Kentucky and Vanderbilt. All right, Darth, what do you got? I only have two left. Me too. I'm going to another Iron Force game. Oh, Air Force versus Colorado State. Right now it's got 10 and a half of the hook. I'm leaning Air Force here. Um, I, I don't think it's even close, but still 10 and a half. Here's me anytime you see a half. You got to be doing it for a reason. So um, I might buy the half point down. If I do, I'll put it on the website and let you guys know uh, what the what the half point ends up costing me. <laughs> My next game, very interesting game, game Darth. Uh, <laughs> I looked it up earlier in the week, and Rutgers is getting fifty three points. <laughs> home 53 points at home the total in the game was 58 so they're saying they're going to score about six points a couple field goals or like a touchdown and like miss the extra point the total that now it's oh my gosh it's ohio state giving up 52 the over under number is 61 so it's gone up three point three points I'm taking the over of 61 points in this one. It was 58 and a half. I'm taking the over of 61. I think Rutgers, who put up over 50 points in the first half last week against a bad Maryland team, is going to do the same <laughs> against Rutgers. And I, they might score 70 and cover the over themselves. So I'm taking the over in Ohio State and Rutgers. That's a 330 game on the ben Ten, on the Big Ten Network. On the Big Ten Network. Yep. All right. My last game. I wonder if I wonder if we got the same one. Where Where is your game being played? My game is being played in the home of the Beavers. No. Oh, okay. Oh man, I I don't know. I, so I tend to, if you haven't noticed, stay away from games where the point spreads anywhere more than ten points. So it's very rare for me, if you go back at all my games, yeah. take any games where it fluctuates 10 points. Yep. This week I'm looking at two games that are 21 points. LSU, Old Miss, and then the second game is UCLA versus Utah. I, I took a peek at the UCLA-Utah game. The UCLA QB will be playing in this one, Dorian Thompson. Look, they're red hot. They've covered the last three games. They've won the last three games. Um, I don't know. I, I'm worried because the shoe's down the drop. So I, I take them. I could be in trouble. It's it at Utah. Oh, you're taking UCLA? No, oh, yeah, I want to take UCLA. Oh, all right. But again, we'll see what Saturday brings. Yep. 
Well, all I know is I wish I could bet my uh, totals on Monday. This is another one that's moved in the direction where I wanted to go. Uh, Arizona State is pick them at Oregon State. The total was 59 and a half. I'm going under. Uh, Arizona State offense uh, almost 100 less yards per game on the road than they do at home. 5.5 yards per play at home, 4.5 yards per play on the road. Oregon State, pretty good yards per play. Uh, It drops at home, though. They play worse on offense at home. They convert pretty well on third down, though. Uh, Both teams stink at third down defense, which scares me a little bit with the under. Uh, But both teams don't convert very well in the red zone, so you got that going for you. Um, I wanted to go with Oregon State to win outright, uh, but Arizona State has lost three in a row. And Oregon State's four and five. I think both these teams will be playing desperate. I think they'll show up more on the defensive side of the ball. So I'm taking the under 58 and a half points. All right. All right. This is a good time to take a quick break. The free picks are located at www.gamblingchalktalkpodcast.com. The NFL picks, the college football picks. Baseball's almost over. The World Series is almost over. But in the spring, the Major League Baseball picks are there. NBA just started a couple weeks ago. NBA picks are there. College basketball is about to start up. Those picks are there. You can get them all free at www.gamblingchalktalkpodcast.com. If you click on that Amazon banner ad, it looks like my book, Squeeze Play. It'll bring you to Amazon. Buy yourself something nice, and a little bit comes back to help support the cost of the show at no additional cost to you. Again, all the free picks from the podcast, www.gamblingchalktalkpodcast.com. And we're back in uh, Darth Wager. I had to go visit uh, Minnie and uh, Mickey. So uh, the uh, NBA Wednesday night picks on ESPN and a few college picks. It's just, just the coach. Just the coach. And uh, I'm going to start off with uh, the Clippers at the Rockets, ESPN. Almost identical splits for both these teams right now, Clippers and Rockets. Even the common opponents. The common opponents are these two, the Lakers and the Bucks. They both went one and one against those two teams. Uh, differential in each game was almost identical. Uh, the loss differential uh, and the win differential in those two games. I think the Clippers are just a tougher team. Uh, the Rockets just don't seem like they're flowing well uh, from the couple games I've seen uh, so far. So I, I'm going to uh, go with the, the Clips in this one on the road uh, to take out the Rockets and to cover. Uh, the second game is Warriors-Lakers. And the way the Warriors play defense, they have a young squad, those young Young players don't know how to play defense effectively yet. They don't get calls from referees. You have to keep riding the trend of the Warriors giving it up in the over, which they've done, I think, in six straight games now. Um, The Lakers shoot a pretty solid percentage from the field. They're pretty efficient. Take the over in the Warriors and Lakers game on Wednesday. And last I checked, there were some lines up for Wednesday recording this on a Tuesday night. Some of the lines were up for Wednesday, except for those two NBA games, unfortunately. <laughs> I was hoping to hoping to get those uh, lines for you. 
um, when you uh, rate and review the podcast. Please don't hold that against me because, you know, we, we could do it as quickly as we can. It's just, you know, there's not much you can do. The Clippers are getting one at Houston. So there you go. I did get you a line. The Clippers are getting one at Houston. The line just popped up. There's still no line in that Lakers game, unfortunately. Uh, college. Uh, college college hoops been a little frustrating for the coach. Uh, I bet on Ohio State on Sunday, and they had a 30-point lead. The spread was 23, and then UMass Lowell goes on a 12 in the last three minutes against the, against the walk-ons, and uh, the cover does not occur. And uh, the coach loses that game. That was that was a little disappointing. And then I had uh, University, uh, Indiana, Purdue University at Fort Wayne, uh, a, a team, the Fort Wayne team that me and and loved loved that that loved that team. We won a lot of money a couple of years ago on that Fort Wayne team. Uh, for whatever reason, we we both were betting on it. We didn't even know until we started talking to them. Like I've been winning a ton of money on this Fort Wayne team. And uh, they had a three-point lead with 18 seconds left, and then they gave up a they gave up a, a three-ball with I think eight seconds on the clock. End up losing that one. So college hoops been a little frustrating. I think I'm 500 in my my hoops pick so far. But uh, LSU is at VCU uh, in college basketball on Wednesday, and the spread in that one is uh, VCU is a home favorite, getting two and a half points. And I really like VCU in this one. Uh, VCU, very solid team. Uh, VCU's not ranked LSU is. Don't don't let that bother you. <laughs> it doesn't matter at this time of year. Um, LS, uh, VCU plays a much slower tempo uh, than you might think. When Shaka Smart was there, they played a little bit faster. LSU is more of a grinded out team. VCU is going to control the tempo. VCU home. I'll I'll lay that two and a half points. Uh, give me VCS VCU VCSU. What the hell is that? Uh, VCU minus two and a half points out in Richmond. I believe that it's near Richmond. If it, I think it's in Richmond actually. Uh, another another big game is uh, Villanova in Ohio State and. Ohio State, you burned me, you burned me the other day, uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna still uh, bet on this game, you guys. Uh, the line in this one, it the total is 131 and a half points, and I'm taking the under in this one. Uh, I know Ohio State let UMass Lowell close that game out with a 12-2 run. Uh, that's not going to happen against Villanova. Both the, both these teams are very good on the defensive side of the ball. And they play super slow tempo. Take the under 131 and a half points in the Villanova at Ohio State game. That's a nice little game to start the year. And then uh, that game is 7 o'clock on FS1. Uh, That's a Wednesday game. Uh, The LSU-VCU game is 6 o'clock on ESPN2 on Wednesday. Thursday, I got a game for you. Looking ahead to Thursday, Michigan State at Seton Hall. This is on FS1. Uh, I I don't think there's a spread in this one. Uh, look, but I'm pretty darn sure they won't have that up yet. No, they don't. Uh, I I, I got I, I like this game. I think it's a a, a pretty good game uh, to watch. Uh, FS1. You know, hopefully you get it. 
uh, Michigan State at Seton Hall. How, do, how does Seton Hall respond uh, losing their star guard, Miles Powell, with a, with a bad ankle sprain? Kevin Willard is back. He was suspended for an exhibition game in the opener because of NCAA investigation uh, on uh, allegations of transfer tampering. Uh, Michigan State lost to Kentucky. They took their frustration out in Binghamton. They beat them by 53 points. A lot of distractions for the Hall. Sparty has a little bit more focus after that early loss. Um, I know Michigan State's going to be on the road. Lay the points. Take Michigan State in that one. So that is uh, that is our hoop segment. Yeah, a little bit of NBA, a little bit of college. Those seasons starting off. Uh, things are, are Darth Wager is starting to post them on the website, gamblingchalktalkpodcast.com. He has been red hot. He's won eight of his last nine college basketball picks. So there you have it. Let's. Uh, this is a good time to take a break. Thanks to our show supporter, MyBookieAG. Everybody listens to the show to find out who to bet on. Where you bet is just as important. Go to www.mybookieag. They have live in-game betting, the most rewarding player perks in the business, and a mobile site that makes wagering on the go a breeze. Just visit MyBookieAG. That is M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E dot A-G. Use the Gambling Chalk Talk podcast promo code DARTH, D-A-R-T-H, to activate this offer. Be like the Chalk Talk sports guys. And major and a wager. You play, you win, you get paid at my bookie AG. And we're back now for Coach's NFL poll following week 10 of the NFL. A few teams, when you get to the ones ranked fourth and fifth, it's 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 kind of close. I have the Saints at fifth. I'm, I'm a little leery of the Saints because of the poor – point differential they have at this point in the season, but I think that's due mostly because they played a lot of this season with a backup QB. They really need to get uh, Alvin Kamara healthy. Uh, you know, I think that's just a hiccup that that the uh, Falcons game. Uh, division game, Falcons coming off a bye. I think, uh, you know, the Saints all year have been a team on a mission, and they, you know, they pooped themselves in, in, in Week 10, kind of. You know they needed they they needed that wake up call and they got it. I I still think they're one of the top five teams in the NFL, and I I launched and you know they moved they moved down. They were in the two spot. I moved the Vikings up from the five spot to the four spot. Uh, nice road win. They needed that. I talked last week about how they haven't really done anything on the road, uh, and they they finally accomplished something on the road. Uh, <laughs> The Cowboys are, were, were some weird play calls. You know, Dak is just just taking chunk after chunk after chunk and yardage, passing the ball, and then they they you know they want to go to Zeke. You know, I, I realize you pay him all this money and stuff like that, but you know, if if the Vikings weren't stopping it, why just keep keep running it over and over again? Um, and then you know the the whole. Ugh, Making Tavon Austin take the fair catch. It looked like they had a wall built on the on the sideline there. He could have ran right up the sideline uh, and possibly even return it. You know, he's been known to do crap like that. My gosh, uh, just the coaching in the in the Cowboys just ugh, plain scary. My three team uh, is the Ravens. Nevermore. Um, I, I don't think I had them ranked after after the. Uh, 
after the uh, the win over the Patriots. I, I don't know what I was thinking there. Uh, but they are, you know, they shit on Cincinnati, and they should. You know, Cincinnati stinks playing a first-year quarterback. Uh, that's a game you're supposed to do. I, I do that too. And, uh, you know, but there was no letdown after beating Pats the week before. Uh, I mean, that could be a sign of a good mentality. So I'm, I'm kind of happy where the Ravens are uh, in that three spot. The two spot, the two spot in the uh, in the coaches poll, is uh, is going to go to to the Niners. Uh, defense is great. The old line is strong. Staying healthy is the key to them. Garoppolo, Kittle, the running backs. You know they've had a few injuries. I know they lost Monday night to Seattle. That fumble return for a touchdown really changed the momentum of that game. Gave Seattle hope. 49ers really dominated that game. Uh, and, you know, tough loss at home on Monday night uh, to a very good quarterback. They're going to they're gonna have to go through some good teams uh, in the NFC uh, to, to, to win it there. There's a very, a very good balance in the NFC between, you know, the Vikings, the Saints, the Niners. Um, you know, I didn't even talk about the Packers. They're just out of the coach's poll. So, you know, it's just a... You know the Se- the Se- the Seahawks. You'll face them again. Very, very interesting NFC playoffs going down. But my 49ers are the two team, so they held the top spot for one week, and then it drops down uh, to the pa- Patriots. Uh, they haven't beat anyone any good yet, uh, but they've had plenty of opportunities in the second half of the season to beat some good teams. And and basically, I know they're going to be ready in January. So that's that's why they're my number one team. And I, I I find it hard to believe nobody called me out for not having the Ravens ranked last week, but eh, there you go. Uh, the Chiefs, yeah, tough loss at Tennessee. I'm still not sure how they lost that one. Packers, I don't trust their defense. Carolina left a lot of points on the field that game. I do like the Texans. They're slightly out, outside the the top spot there. Deshaun Watson, Bill O'Brien wins the game. So this, you know, this, the teams are starting to emerge at this time of year. Who's good? Who's bad? So, speaking of bad, how about the the Jeff Spicoli most confusing team? That's that's it's not a team; it's a coach. It's going to Ron Rivera. You're the Carolina Panthers coach. You're down fourteen, and you go for two. Why? Why are you going for two? What kick the extra point? I was trying to figure out if there's something wrong with the kicker. I don't think there was. Troy Aikman saying that analytics said, you know, you should go for two in this situation. Paralysis by overanalysis. Just kick the goddamn extra point. You miss it. You go for two the next time. I Who cares if you go to overtime? Like, oh, man. I, I, very, very confusing what Ron Rivera was doing. I know he's a riverboat gambler. But it was very confusing what he was doing there in that second half going for going for two when you're – down 14. Uh, I don't know. Weird. Uh, my Forrest Gump box of chocolates team. Don't know what you're going to get. That's a Detroit Lions. You didn't know who you were going to get at QB. Matthew Stafford arguing he wants to play even though he has a broken broken bones or ribs in his back. and That's not good. You know, the Detroit Lions didn't do much in the third quarter. Uh, but they had a chance at the end. You know, they just do, they've done enough all year to lose the game. That is the Detroit Lions season in a nutshell. You know, the, their NFL films title is <laughs> we just did enough to lose. Uh, just 
just not getting it done. My Simon Bar Sinister Award goes to two teams. The Colts, not for the coach, but for a lot of people, you know, who who were riding the Colts maybe in a suicide pool, stuff like that. The coach was on the Dolphins bandwagon for the last few weeks and came through for him. One of the few things that came through for him on NFL uh, week 10, uh, Hoyer killed the Colts. Killed He he killed your parlays. He killed your teasers. Uh, so the Colts were killers, but the Saints were the big killers. They killed all the parlays and teasers, just like the Colts. Um, you know, just the Falcons coming off – Coming off a bye week, you know, coach, I, I got it. I had four wins in 13 games last week. And I had the two. I, I got to hang my hat on something because I sucked last week. I had the Colts and the Falcons last week. I, not the Colts, the Dolphins and the Falcons in upsets last week. Uh, that's about the only thing I did right, though, unfortunately. Uh, Daniel LaRusso, underdogs of the week. The Dolphins, of course. You know, compared to one of the worst teams of all time a few weeks ago, now they've won two in a row. The trade of Minka Fitzpatrick um, didn't look good. Doesn't look like they got enough now. <laughs> for Minka looks awesome, but Brian Flores, he should be up there for coach of the year. Two wins in a row with that Dolphin squad trying to tank. Very impressive. Uh, the Falcons, of course, they look like they're dead to rights. Dan Quinn's done. No, they circle the wagons. They beat the Saints. They don't allow a touchdown. Whatever they did during the bye week, it worked. I don't know if they can replicate it, but <laughs> great job by them. The Titans, they battle. They find a way to win. Tannehill looks good. Plays with energy. The team feeds off his energy. Mariota, you're done. You're you're out of Tennessee. You'll be the backup at you know in in uh, Jacksonville next year. So uh, Titans. Nice upset. Uh, Steelers, very impressed. Change who they are. They changed their identity on the fly this season, and it's been impressive. They have a fearsome front four. Uh, you know, um, the, the Bush is rangy, gets a lot of tackles. Minka really completes that secondary. They win ugly. I, what I particularly like is the DNA of this team, the, the, their, their identity matches their city now than they did with Le'Veon Bell and A.B. and Big Ben. You know, this is an Iron Curtain-type team. You know, not a lot of offense going on. They don't screw up. They play good defense, and they grind it out. That That is Pittsburgh Steeler football. You know, I'll talk to Nick about that when we record our, our NFL podcast on Wednesday night. But I think that if you're a Steelers fan, you got to kind of – I'm sure you like the high-octane offense stuff, but this feels more like Steelers football when I watch it. Not that we got to watch much of it in Connecticut. We saw like the last two minutes. But uh, a couple a couple of things we liked uh, out of the uh, NFL on Week 10. So there you have it. Please visit the website, www.gamblingchalktalkpodcast.com. All the NBA games are there, college basketball, NFL, college football, it's all there for you, absolutely free. Click on the Amazon banner ad with you when you're there. Buy yourself something nice. A little comes back to help support the cost of the show. Don't forget MyBookieAG. Use MyBookieAG. And uh, you play, you win, you get paid. Use the promo code DARTH at checkout. You get a 50% sign-up bonus when you do that. 
And I uh, hope everybody has a, a, a great hump day. This is coming out Tuesday night, so you'll probably listen to it on Wednesday. And uh, me and Nikki Guns will be back, uh, you know, third, late Wednesday, early Thursday morning for you with our NFL picks.